Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. And today we're going to go over the April 2022 statistics. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey, everybody, and welcome. Hope you had a great week. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, We're going to talk about the April stats today. Um, Such a weird month. I was anxious for these stats to come out, weren't you, Leslie? We've been waiting because... We've seen some, um, just anecdotal based on what we've seen, we've seen some things that we haven't seen in other Aprils. Yeah. So it's been, um, yeah, we've wanted to see the results to see if it's just our little limited experience or if it's um, happening more universally. And I'd say it's a bit of both. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm looking at the numbers. Some of it reflects what I was feeling and some of it doesn't. I agree. Um, Yeah. So just to kind of back step a little bit if you haven't been tuning in we've noticed really since i'd say the middle of march a slowing of the market um and by that i mean you know a lot of stuff being relisted that hasn't sold on offer night um you know they've listed it for 9.99 hoping to get maybe 1.2 didn't sell on offer night and then they relist at 1.2 there's been a lot of that especially in durham region um, where I've noticed it, the central and east Toronto seem to be doing pretty well because yeah. I, you know, even in March, end of March, beginning of April, lots of places were, were going nuts still. West is always a little bit slower, so it seemed to be a little bit slower, but um, maybe the 905 seemed to be suffering the most. But I also found that I didn't really notice a huge difference in price per se, but right. not the frenzy. Yeah, so I think what we've been we've been seeing is kind of just a little bit of a shifting, a shifting in terms of what strategies are being pursued and what strategies are working and which ones aren't, and that it's been kind of a little bit of a changing dynamic and a little bit of a shifting in um, buyers maybe. Um, Motivation and mm-hmm. seller's expectations. Yeah. So, um, or maybe that seller's expectations didn't change. That might be what we saw. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I think that too. And I think the other thing I noticed was that, especially in March, there was just so much inventory that people had a lot of opportunity to find other product that was similar, right? So it's hard to, I think, for a buyer to differentiate maybe between one and another. One three-bedroom semi looks like another three-bedroom semi in East York, so it was hard. <laughs> um, you know, they're all priced the same. Yeah. <laughs> it, it must be, it must have been difficult. But anyway, having said all of that, the stats came out and they were only sort of reflective of what yeah. I was saying. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about that a little bit. So uh, number one, Treb came out with the April stats and said that they do feel like the interest rates have had an impact on the market. The interest rate hike um, has had an impact on the market. And they specifically say they felt like a lot of buyers have kind of moved to the sidelines while they're waiting to assess what happens next. I guess that's right. Mm -hmm. I mean, so I think it's less of a tangible impact Mm -hmm. than... um, 
cautionary hesitation, nervousness. Yes, impact. yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Uh, that's a really good way yeah. to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, so what they're saying is that um, in April, there were just over 8,000 8, homes sold through the system, and that is actually a 41% decrease yeah, I know. compared to last year. Yeah. So obviously, that's pretty dramatic, Yeah. you know, 41%. Um, what's interesting is that that's also a huge decrease from March of 2022 by about 27%. percent hmm so, you know, March and April are generally our busiest months, and, and they were quite slow mm-hmm. in terms of sales. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, what they're saying when we're looking at these statistics is if we're comparing this year to last year, um, there's more of an impact in the 905 in terms of slower sales than there is in the 416, and it, that's definitely what I've been saying. Yeah, 100%. We've talked about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, uh, those are significant changes month over month and year over year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk about the interest rates, changes or announcements being part of that. I mean, what else could it be? Okay, I think you were right on when you just said a lot of just sort of, not even necessarily hesitation, but just sort of, of a wait-and-see attitude mm-hmm. out there with buyers. Um, but what are they waiting what to, to see? I'm not sure. I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we've chatted about this in the past, but I, I sense that right now there's a a growing feeling of, oh, well, the market's going to crash, so we don't need to make any decisions right now. You know, that's what the CMHC says, or that's what mm-hmm. the, you know, mm-hmm. such and such newspaper said. So I think maybe there's a lot of buyers buying into that. Mm-hmm. I mean, how long have we been hearing the market's going to crash? Mm-hmm. I mean, for as long as I've been alive, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about the numbers, though, because mm-hmm. then when we when we really, again, this is kind of, to me, where it gets confusing, right? Um, so, yeah, so we see the sales are way down. We see that uh, they're down from last month even, mm-hmm. but if we're looking at prices, the average price of all types of properties in the GTA in April was $1.254 million. Mm-hmm. Now, that's up 15% mm-hmm. from last April. Mm-hmm. So, that's a great, healthy increase, Yeah, right? Beyond healthy. Beyond healthy. That's fantastic. Where it gets a little bit confusing is that it is down compared to the average selling price in March. Right. By about 50000 Right. So, you know, where does that put a seller or a buyer right now? It's like, well, we're way up from last year, but we're down from last month. And March was down. I don't think March was down from February, actually. I think it was pretty flat. Yeah, I don't think it was down. No. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I can get where the confusion comes in, and, and this is where people are going to start to play, you know, crystal ball a little bit, right? Um, but it looks strong to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Like, none of this I find frightening. Yeah, if you were going to list your house now, where where would you list it when you think of those numbers? Would you list it as, you know... Uh, Looking at the year-over-year uh, year rate of increase or month-to-month? Mm. Month? I think I'd still be doing year-over-year, year, yeah. especially as we get into the summer months, because you can never compare July mm-hmm. to May That's or July true. to April. You're always comparing July and August to the previous July and August, mm-hmm. right? Right. Because they're such slow, weird months. Mm-hmm. And to me, this feels like summer. Mm-hmm. You know, if I 
didn't know what month I was in right now, I would say we're in July or August. Like that's kind <laughs> by of by the activity, not the by weather. the activity, not the weather. That's <laughs> for sure. So. Anyway, that's where we're at. Let, let me just give you a little bit of a rundown. The detached in the 416 was 1.9 and a half, almost 2 million. Um, and that's up 15% from mm-hmm. last year. Detached in the 905, still 1.5 and a quarter. Mm-hmm. And that's up almost 17% from mm-hmm. last year. So still great numbers. Yeah. You know? Um, condos also strong they were up 18 uh, sorry 13 percent in the city at eight hundred and twenty thousand. so certainly i'm looking at this data from a, a numbers perspective and it looks great to me it looks strong mm-hmm. i think these declines month over month mm-hmm. as opposed to year over year it would take you know quite some time for us to start feeling panicky right so mm-hmm. it really just going to i think depend on happens what happens now in may and june mm-hmm. Now, another important thing to note about all this that I didn't talk about is that although all the sales were down, Mm -hmm. new listings... Number of sales. Number of sales. Mm -hmm. New listings were also down 11% from last year. So sales volume down 41%, listings down 11%. So the numbers, that's not a good trend. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) However, you know, prices are still where they're at, right? Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting for those people that are kind of like stats junkies like me. Just, just, I just find this interesting. In April, we had uh, at this time at the, when the when the stats came out last year, there were eleven thousand six hundred active listings. Right now, there are thirteen thousand one hundred. Mm-hmm. Average days of market is the same. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so if you were looking to buy right now, mm-hmm. do any of those stats, stats point you to a particular type of housing or location to um, focus on maybe? Good question. Uh, maybe that'll help um, help people kind of figure that out if maybe, we talk yeah. a little bit about where yeah. the strongest yeah. numbers yeah. were here. Who did well? Who did well? Uh, let's talk about the 905 first. Um, and I'm just going to go over these really quickly because this is interesting. Halton Region up. Uh, 22%. Peel was up 35. Um, York Region was up 32. Durham up 37. We had uh, Dufferin County up 29 and Simcoe up 30. So despite what I'm telling you, this is not necessarily, you know, the case. These are for detached numbers, by the way. Right. So in the 905, we had a lot of really strong numbers. Durham region still winning out. Um, you know, of all the areas everywhere, the very strongest market was actually Whitby at 39% mm-hmm. increase over last year with an average price of a detached being 1.379. So huge numbers. You know, again, they all average themselves out, but... Uh, Anecdotally, I find Durham very slow, right? Because yeah. we we do a lot of work everywhere. We're we're in Durham, <coughs> we're in Peel, we're in Toronto, mm-hmm. we're in York, we're in everywhere. Um, but when I'm in Durham, I it feel and I've sold a number of places there in the last few months. It feels slower, mm-hmm. uh, but the numbers don't necessarily reflect that. So, to make a long story short, if you're looking in the 905, you know there's not really anywhere that has a low return. the 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 lowest return was Oakville at 19. percent Right. Okay. Then. Yeah. Um, 
what are you going to say about that? You know? mm-hmm. Now, if we're talking detached in the city, um, overall, we were looking at, uh, you know, really strong returns in most areas. Um, we had nice, healthy returns in the East End again. E7 this month was the winner. Um, E07 is uh, like northeast kind of area. Um, oh, yeah, it's it's uh, was up 34% and it had an average price point of $1.486 wow. million, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, lowest of all is no surprise that C1 downtown with an 8% increase. So downtown detached homes, of which there are not very many, they were only at about 8%. Mm-hmm. Um, condos. Let's talk about condos. We were looking at um, very strong returns for most of the city. Um, you know, the best probably, again, being in the East End, E3, which hardly has any condos, but they right. were up 40%. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what would I be doing? I think, personally, if it was me and I was looking to buy something outside of the city, yeah. I would be considering Durham. Yeah. I would be looking at... I would be looking at Ajax. Ajax, to me, is the market that I've got my eye on because there is so much similar property. The inventory is so similar, Mm -hmm. especially in all the new developments, newer developments, of which is probably 60% of of the town. So they're all the same. They're very similar. They're very, you know, they're detached. So why would you be looking... Why does that make, is that a factor that you would? Because I think that because there's so much inventory Mm -hmm. there and there's so many listings that are similar, you have more choice and therefore should keep the prices a little bit tempered. Mm -hmm. That would be my guess. Mm -hmm. Um, You've got a lot more to choose from. Mm -hmm. So if I was looking outside of the city, I think that's the market I'd be looking at. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I think, I I worry at some point that the... um, incredibly unprecedented um, growth of Durham at some point I mean I just don't uh, since COVID Mm -hmm. there was just a real exodus to Durham that it can't last forever and at some point um, some point that has to turn Mm -hmm. around Mm -hmm. and uh, so I sound like a lot of buyers who might be waiting for that to happen Mm -hmm. but I would think you know if we're the numbers don't reflect this but like you my experience is that it is happening um, so I would look. Uh, I would look anywhere in the eastern, like eastern part of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you were to say, if you're, if you had a client say to you, "Listen, I I want to buy kind of in a in an area that's foolproof, you know, guaranteed to always do well as best as one can guarantee," um, and you wanted to be outside of Toronto. Oh. Um, I, I think I would probably be thinking maybe Mississauga or yeah, I think or the, for that Oakville I think the West End. It doesn't seem yeah. to be as um, volatile is not the right word, but as um, doesn't have the same doesn't swings. move as much. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. I think I agree. More stable, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think uh, South Mississauga. Yeah, Oakville. Oakville for sure. Yeah, um, and maybe even Burlington a little bit. They all seem to be pretty consistent. They don't have the wild swings. Always do well, but don't go up and down as much as the East End. Always. That's has. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, now, in the city, you know, if I was going to buy a condo in the city right now, um, I'm not sure I would have any hesitation about any particular neighborhood, to be honest. I think they're all just sort of ticking along mm-hmm. in the same mm-hmm. in the same vein. Yeah, I don't know where I'd, for the, with the same question, 
um, Bada Bada Condo in mm-hmm. Toronto. I don't know where I would say. Uh, probably somewhere that, you know, would be unaffordable, like yeah. Rosedale. Right. <laughs> That's know, true. In the bridal path. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I think, listen, I think if you're, my views on condos, if it's something that you're interested in buying, um, are not necessarily neighborhood specific, but if you have a good view and it's a good size unit and you have a parking space, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. Yeah, no matter where yeah, you are. No matter where you are. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing we've talked about a little bit in the past. If you are looking for a condo um, or you own a condo, when the market is good, the condos with no parking or the condos with bad views will sell. Yes. But those are not the ones that sell when the market starts to soften. Right. But the good views and the parking spaces are always valuable. Are always valuable. Yeah. Um, and the same thing with houses, right? We always talk about this. It's it's the main street houses right. that will do absolutely wonderfully when the market's hot. But when it's not so hot, they're going to suffer the first, right. Makes first sense. and most. Makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So think about that when you're buying a mm-hmm. uh, condo in particular. Parking, I think. And view. Parking and view. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll do at some point a a podcast all about purchasing a condo and what to look for. Mm -hmm. We may have even done that before. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. So, I think um, I don't want to necessarily say wait and see, but I've got a bit of a I'm anxious to see what the next few months bring us. I've had a lot of clients asking me what they think what I recommend in terms of when to buy um, or when to put their houses on the market. And I think I have a feeling the fall is going to be really strong again. I just have a feeling Mm -hmm. that by September, whatever waiting out has gone on, I think will kind of resolve itself and be very busy. That's just my sense. So do you you have the feeling that we're, it kind of feels like summer now. Mm -hmm. Do you think we're just having the summer lull early and the, and the summer might be busy? Could be, that would be weird, but be very weird. Could be that or could be like long summer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. When are, do you know when the next interest rate announcement is expected to be? I don't know that, but it should be. I think that will affect when yeah. It gets busier. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should probably know that, but we don't. I okay. think they it may not They may not know that. No. Maybe. If, if they do, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> we can only handle so much data around here. Um, yeah, anyway, so that's where we're at, everybody. I, I, you know, I guess I would encourage those of you thinking of buying or selling to talk to your realtor. Give us a call. Talk to somebody in the business, in the trenches, not... You know, Aunt Mary and uh, Bob, your neighbor, who sold last year. So, you know, talk to people who actually are in the trenches right now, I think, to give you a bit of a perspective on your situation. Because every situation is going to be different, right? (laughs) And um, I think where you live, what kind of property you have, you know, what it shows like, what the streets like, what the views like, all that kind of stuff is really going to take... Uh, you know, get, you're going to have to take that into consideration more than you ever have before in terms of how well you're going to do on the sale. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And just to t- let you know, the next interest rate announcement is going to be on June 1st. June 1st, yeah. And then July 13th. God, they just keep coming, don't they? Yeah. yeah. I don't, so I, I don't know if, those, if people are waiting. What are, what are they expecting to happen? I don't know, because, I mean... Like, are they expecting interest rates to say, oh, we made a mistake, we're going back down? No. No. So then you know what's going to happen. Right. So why is that putting holding you up? I guess, like, has your mortgage broker told you, 
to wait? Or have they said, like, if you're if you're that tight that going up by, like, right. 25 basis points is going to break you? Well, this is why I'm surprised that Treb thought that was such a factor. I kind of agree. I think maybe they think it's a factor because... Because really, for the average buyer, is that a, a factor? I, I don't think it is. No, I didn't. Not well, in I my think experience. maybe new buyers. Yeah. Yeah, but for most of us, like, you shouldn't be that close to your limit anyway, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I don't think you should ever be that close to your limit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of us are going to suffer if it goes up to, you know, 8%. Right, but these um, relatively small increments that we're talking about, I just was surprised that that would... Be, so that's why I think it's not actually the impact of that increase. It's the nervousness about the future impacts, Yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess. that would be my but guess. But to me, that would be all the more reason to lock in to... Uh, you know, financing totally. now. See, I would have the opposite reaction Me to too. what we're seeing. Yeah. Like, wow, that's great news. Yeah. Got to do it now. Yeah. But people aren't. No. Mm-hmm. No. And I, maybe there's just too much information out there. It's just too confusing. Mm-hmm. You know, people are like a bit of uh, analysis paralysis, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I agree. It is all overwhelming. And if you're like a news consumer, which I am not, mm-hmm. and you are hearing about, you know, interest rates and... All the time. Doom and gloom. And doom and gloom and wars and these yeah. goddamn bloody elections and all this crap elections we're dealing have with. have an impact. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So maybe it's all just too much information at once for people to absorb and they're mm-hmm. getting back to work and mm-hmm. they're trying to travel. And mm-hmm. I heard also like, uh, just as an aside, new car sales way down this month too. I wonder why, I wonder why that would be. I guess the same thing. People are just waiting it out. I think that there are uh, there's a shortage of new cars. Well, there's that too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Who knows? Well, we don't know. We're just we're just telling you what we think. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I I sidetracked by looking that up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, listen. As I mentioned before, reach out anytime you have questions about it, um, and we'll do our best to support you in uh, answering those questions as they relate to you in particular. Mm -hmm. And um, happy to do so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interesting to meet in a month from now and see what's happening. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, as we, of course, we will. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so in the meantime, uh, have a great week, everyone. Tune in again next week. Please make sure you are following us at all of our social media channels, which is at the Janelle Cameron team. And, uh, of course, let anybody else know in your circles uh, about our podcast if they are interested in GTA real estate. And I hope you have a good week and happy real estate. Happy real estate, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from REMAX Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com. Or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.